podcast. If you're not listening to podcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the podcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. Welcome to the elf episode of the podcast. Allison and Eric join me to break down this highly rewatchable Christmas classic from 2003. Just like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or A Christmas Story, Elf is on TV basically every day from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And while they're both huge stars now, this was Jon Favreau's big break as a director and Will Ferrell's first starring role in a movie. In this episode, you'll hear us put together some actually pretty good options for recasting Elf with today's actors. And when we get to the memorable quotes, we're basically reading the script for the movie because everything Will Ferrell says is quotable. So make your way through the candy cane forest and the sea of swirly twirly gumdrops as we break down Elf. No human being has ever set foot in Santa's workshop. Uh, That is until Buddy. I hear you're going on a journey to the big city. Can't wait to see my dad. This might be the opportunity to find out who you really are. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. Papa says New York is pretty different. Sorry! Oh. Looks like a Christmas tree. Sorry, I can't ride with you the rest of the way up. Well, have a good time. Oh, I forgot to give you a hug. Dad! You look like you came from the North Pole. <laughs> That's exactly where I came from. You have another son. You like sugar, huh? Is there sugar and syrup? Yes. Then yes. We can't leave him alone. He's going to destroy the place. Son of a nutcracker! These guys are bad news. Snowball. Where did you say you were from? Fruit spray? Here? I know him. I know him. Elf 2003. The no-nonsense plot. I can't wait for this. The plot? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I just want to know what the no-nonsense description of this movie could be. Because it's all nonsense. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. Raised as an oversized elf, Buddy travels from the North Pole to New York City to meet his biological father, Walter Hobbs, who doesn't know he exists and is in, is in desperate need of some s- Christmas spirit. Oh. That's exactly right. what you think it would be. Um, overall reaction, if you know where you saw it, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Um, I think we saw it in the theater. I, I have no recollection of that. I've seen this movie so many times that honestly I can't remember. It's... I, it's hard to remember a time where I didn't know this movie. Yeah, I have no clue when it was the first time I saw it either. I know it wasn't in the theater. It, was it co- wasn't? It was not. It was a couple of years later. I'm betting ours wasn't either. Just, yeah. we had, Liam was a year old. I bet we didn't get out. I think it was like Susan Susan yeah. loved it and hmm. brought the DVD home one Christmas. And that was the first time I saw it. Hmm. But the first time you see it, you know it's an instant classic. Yeah. You know Absolutely. this will be on every single year. Absolutely. And it, it kicks off and takes off on the, 
the Christmas story uh, treatment of 24 hours on TNT or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. I they're doing it like, yeah. it was like it, either this weekend or next weekend, they're already doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a month of this insanity. Yes. Yeah. It, it was being played in July. Like in the, you know, the six, like six months before Christmas kind of thing or yeah, late June or yeah, July. Yeah. Like I remember it playing. I'm like, oh my God, it's already, it's already starting. Is this a year round movie? I mean, I know no. people, I do know people that think it is. I think it is. Really? Yeah. They'll watch it any time of year. Yeah. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, I want to watch Elf. And... Uh. Hmm. No, I mean, it, I can't it's, imagine it's a, throwing this on like in May. No, no, it's a rewatchable me- movie multiple times during the holiday season. Yeah. Any time from after, I'll allow after Halloween, starting November first mm. through January fifteenth. That is the window mm, in which Elf right. can be viewed, and you are not a psychopath. <laughs> Anything outside of that. It's, There's a lot of psychopaths. I out know there, there are. I know, but come on now. It's about as Christmassy as you can get. Um, Save it, make it special. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, if that's how you should do it. Um, what did you think when you first, when you saw the trailers? What did you think of like? <sighs> did this come through in the trailers, or when you first saw it? How cheesy it definitely gets, um, but it knows it. It's on purpose, of course. All the references to the old Christmas stuff from yeah, when I mean, we were kids. Yeah, it's very Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman. And, and also the casting of, like, James Caan out of nowhere. Right. Uh, what was your thoughts on all of that? Because the James Caan thing, the first time I see it, I'm like, wh- what is he? Why is he in this movie? This I mean, is, the, the Leon the Snowman is the Burl Ives yeah. snowman. Like, there were so many things yeah. that were nods to those things that, those Christmas specials that, of course, I, we all yeah. loved. Yeah. And it was so well done. And, of course, Will Ferrell was, like, a hot off of SNL. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it, it was such a big This was deal. his first, like, starring role yes, in a movie. Yes, correct. Like, not correct. a cameo yes, or whatever. Yes, but, yeah. but he was coming out of SNL. Yeah. 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 Like, he, old school was a big hit for him, but he wasn't the lead. Right. So old school it, was before this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, Frank the Tank. He, he, yeah, he, Frank the Tank stole the show, but he, but he wasn't, wasn't technically the lead. The lead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was good, but this movie, yeah, it's it sort of... Uh, he, so the <clears throat> other thing that's so interesting now to look back at it is John Favreau directed this movie. Like he has done some really cool things, and this was very early in his directing, if I recall. His first big one, I think, like re- like real big one. Because Iron Man was after. After, well after, yeah. yeah. Like this kind of got him Iron Man in yeah. a way. There was a, there was a, he made a different movie <clears throat> in between though uh, Zathura. I don't know if any either one Zathura. of you ever seen. Yeah, it was kind of it was the it was another adaptation of a book by the same guy that wrote Juman. Yeah, made Jumanji. Jumanji. It's a Jumanji. So it was, it's Jumanji in space. Yeah. So there's oh. a lot of a lot more like special effects and stuff. How did they roll the dice? 
It, um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into kidding. it. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was the same thing. Like, their house gets tore up, but instead of by jungle animals, it's their it's outer aliens, space. Yeah. Aliens in outer space. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. He, uh... Did he direct that movie Made? Do you know he that? did. I yeah. think that was the first movie that he ever directed. Yeah. Um, made, him and Vince Vaughn. Right. Swingers was his. Did no, he, he did direct. Wait, Doug, he directed Swingers? He, no, I know. Doug Lyman directed Swingers. Oh, okay. He wrote it. Right, yeah. right. That I, okay. that I, okay. That's so he'd been swimming around this sort of thing for a while. Yeah. He just, uh, this was arguably his big one besides Zathura. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Zathura came after... But I mean, I don't know that I've yeah. ever. It's a Jumanji it, spinoff, okay. essentially. Right. Yeah, okay. give or take. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Favreau. But he's kind of all like he is in so many different genres. It feels like it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, after this movie, his career goes crazy. Yeah. And he hit Iron Man hits, and then he's all over the place. Yeah. He's Mr. Mr. Disney. Well, yes, and doing like the way that they did some of the effects of this movie was very cool too you know a lot of the force perspective and all of that it just it had such a unique look to it too that it felt real like it had that stop motion animation feeling almost when there was no stop motion animation like it had kind of this um almost like a flat set Almost, and then like the characters were all that sort of CG was engaged. largely hidden, yeah, and all that sort of practical in camera stuff. Uh, but he was again, he was influenced in trying to harken back to those, yeah, movies when, when we were kids, you know, from the 70s. But I remember kind of looking at it like thinking it kind of looked cool, yeah, you know, the way that it was done. You couldn't quite figure out like was that CG or how did they really do all of it, and it, um. Was yeah. <laughs> like a shh, 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 sort of a hipster burl eyes yes. almost. Yes. Yeah. Um, box office performance. So this is. I thought this was interesting. I don't think we've done two thousand three before. I mean, it's right on the cusp of a movie that we can do here at twenty years. Yeah, we've done. We did Casino Royale. That was two thousand six, seven, five or six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hinted on a few other ones, but have waited. Right. So yeah, this is one of the newest ones we've done, mm-hmm. or newer ones we've done. So the top ten in two thousand three. Okay. Number one, Finding Nemo. Oh. Yeah. Three hundred and thirty nine million. Man. When that was. It was so huge. Yeah, that was everywhere. It was so the huge. Three hundred thirty nine. That was when that was a big number. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pirates I mean, still, of the... I mean, there are many is. movies now that wish that they could yeah, get they 339 million. Yeah, they would kill to do that, but... Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh, Whichever yeah. one that was, I don't that know. That is the first one. It is? Yeah. Curse oh. of the Black Pearl is the first one. There you go. 305 million. That's a hell of a opening yeah. for the yeah. first one. The Matrix Reloaded, 281 million. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, 249 oh, I million. Movie. I like that movie a lot. I like that. That's my favorite. The last one, the three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bruce Almighty, number five, oh. with 242 million. <laughs> wow. Look, Return of the King barely beats Bruce Almighty. I know. I know. Wow. Uh, X Men 2, mm. 
214 million. Okay. Then Elf at number seven, 167 million. Hmm. Chicago, 167 million. Uh-huh. Uh, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, 150. And Bad Boys 2, <laughs> 138 million. Wow. So I was Rise of the Machines is 20 years ago? The third one, yeah. The yeah, other oh, that's about right. That, I I would have thought that was older. I'm surprised Bad Boys Two is in there. Like I'm, yeah, I thought uh, that was in '90s. In the '90s, yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, the whole thing. So there are some other notable ones outside the top ten. Okay. So we said The Matrix Reloaded was number three. Number eleven, The Matrix Revolutions, with 138 million. Is that in the same year? Yeah. They were six they were shot simultaneously and released six months apart. Revolutions is November fifth. Reloaded is May fifteenth. Got it. That's crazy. Um uh, Anger Management, The Hulk, uh Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers was number sixteen and hundred and twenty one million. See, mm. I, I, that's weird. I think of those movies as being more universally, like, I felt like everybody was seeing those. But so that those must be a re-release. Don't... Or is it a split year? It says... I can see split year. Yeah, it must be. Because they were December, they, they came out in December. They both have December release dates. They can't, this can't be yeah. true. So forget that one. Uh, Seabiscuit. Spy Kids 3. I don't know why that I laughed at Seabiscuit. I know. I Re- guess it's because you called it out, which yeah. is so super weird. I know. Okay. Wow. Uh, Freaky Friday. Wow. Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh. Oh, boy. 105 million. Uh, American Wedding, 104. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> Catch Me If You Can, oh, 102. But that came out Christmas, so you're only getting yeah. a small yeah. sample size. Charlie's Angels full throttle throttle with a hundred million. Right. And then there's a bunch of other nonsense. But oh, the School of Rock. Oh yeah. Nice. Seventy nine million. That's it. Hmm. So place number thirty five. Old school. Uh, Seventy five million. Huh. Came out in February. Kill Bill Volume One. Came out in October. Sixty nine million. Huh. I don't know if they might have carried that through till January. I don't know. So, kind of a an okay year. I mean, yeah. There's some yeah. behemoths, but yeah. you know, right. whatever. The budget was thirty three million. So they spent thirty three to make it, and then it made one sixty seven. Pretty good return on investment, right there. That's a win. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. Let's do the audience first. Hmm. Or Elf. Elf on a Shelf. Will this be um, um is it an all time score? Like does it ever As usual, uh we don't go that far into the details. I'm just trying I'm just trying to think like I feel like it probably um became more popular the longer it was out. As a standing rule on this podcast, whenever you want, like, detailed, accurate information, we don't have it. So, <laughs> uh, All right. 
Um, audience score, I'm going to say 94. 94 for the audience. Eric. I'm going to go 90. Rotten Tomatoes audience score for old school mm. for Elf. Mm. Uh, 79. What? I mm. know. That's See, that, that's shocking. why I was asking the question. Like, I could see some people not getting it at first. I know. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's 79. Crazy, for the audience, it's a crazy number. Okay. What do you think about the critics? Critics. I think they are going to appreciate the artistic nature of it and some of the writing. I'm going to say 88. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think, Eric? I don't know. I feel I have a feeling that the critics would be a little bit more cynical, and I'm going to go mm. closer to, like, with the um, audience score. I'm going to say 80. Mm. So the audience gave it a 79. Critics gave it an 85. 85. Again, so critics liked it more. Critics like hmm. it more. Hmm. I don't know how an audience member goes into this movie after seeing those trailers and says, eh, not great. It didn't live up to my expectations. Yeah, I don't... I it's don't, Elf! I know. With Will Ferrell. I know. I, you got Elf with I Will Ferrell. Know. That's what you saw and you wanted and you got I don't get it. The audience, a bunch of nut jobs. Yes, that is very strange. Okay, let's dive straight into trivia. Well, okay. Unless we have something else you want to add. Nope, let's do it. This is kind of a straightforward one, I think. I was going to throw in a couple of curveballs and some other nonsense, but let's just do it. Uh, several minor traffic accidents occurred when Will Ferrell walked through the Lincoln Tunnel in his costume because people were so surprised and distracted um, seeing him wearing the elf outfit. Did they know it was him? Or just they saw a giant elf walking around? I think it's a costume more than it is the person. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's insane. Because how tall is he? Like 6'3 or something? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and because unless the traffic in the tunnel was moving really slow, which is a possibility, would you even see that it's him? Right. But then if it's moving that slow, right? I guess that would be my that would be why it's minor accidents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like holy crap! Look at that idiot. Yeah. Oh wait, it's Will Ferrell. Yeah. You know. Um, the scene when Buddy eats different candies and the pastries with the spaghetti noodles had to be shot twice because Will Ferrell vomited the first time. Oh. <laughs> Makes sense? Yeah. Yikes. I think we all understand. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh I think this we you saw part of this in some of the uh uh behind the scenes or extra scenes, deleted scenes. There was an elf hockey scene that was cut. Yeah. But you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if you I mean, I don't know what's on YouTube, yeah. but there was a deleted scene. Um, as an extra on the digital copy, it looked like there was a lot of like deleted a scenes. 30. Like a lot of yeah. they did a lot of elf shenanigans that they cut out. Yeah, it's his buddy checking everybody into the <laughs> into <laughs> the bleachers. Yeah. And a giant slap shot at the end. Yeah. This is one of my favorite ones here. 
Uh, Wanda Sykes was originally slated to play the Gimbal's manager, but <laughs> backed out at the last minute. She's replaced by Faison Love, who insisted on still wearing the name type name tag that says Wanda. Amazing. Um, it's interesting that it was her great. original name. Like, it yeah. kept the same name. Uh, All right. I would have loved to have seen her play that part. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Although he is awesome. I yeah, he does a very good job. Love but. him. I mean, that's one of my memorable scenes. Like, I laugh every single time. I remember seeing him in a bunch every of commercials and stuff, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like, oh, that's that guy. And then he was awesome in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's good. I know. I remember him. He was in The Replacements, which John Favreau was our, also in. Right. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's where. Uh huh. Yeah. Phase on love. Awesome. Uh,. This is one is widely known, but uh, the elf Ming Ming, who appears briefly in the beginning of the film, is played by Peter Billingsley, who starred as Ralphie Parker in the classic film A Christmas Story. Yes. All of the elves, apparently, except Buddy and Papa, have names that are double names. Ming Ming, Choo Choo. Right. Whatever. Choo Choo. <laughs> The apartment in which Buddy's dad lives is the same apartment building from the exterior in which Dana Barrett lived in Ghostbusters. I had that. That's yep. a great one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Mary Steenburgen, who plays Emily, Buddy's stepmother, and Michael's mom, also plays Will Ferrell's mother in Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting, too. When she first meets Buddy, Jovi asks, did Crumpet put you up to this? Crumpet was David Sedaris's character's name when he worked as a Macy's elf. Oh. And Amy Sedaris, his sister, is in this movie yeah. as uh, yeah, 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 Walter's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, assistant. that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. So it's not overt, overtly... There's no evidence that that is what it is, but that's probably what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a couple. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um... I did, probably could have checked this to make sure it's correct, but I think I saw that John Favreau voices the narwhal, <laughs> which I love. Narwhal is a uh, buddy sneakiest best Hope you find your dad. Yeah, uh, he. I think I also read that he did the voice of the narwhal, but he also so when. Um, James Kahn receives the lingerie yeah. in the box, and he opens the card, and there's the picture oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Buddy drawn inside the card. John Favreau drew that picture. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Um, the other thing that I kind of liked was that um, the jack-in-the-box, when Buddy is doing the testing, was controlled uh, via remote control, yeah. so he never knew when it was actually going to go off. So those all of his... Surprise looks were because he didn't know when it was actually going to happen, yeah. so it surprised him every time, uh, which I really liked. That's always good. And there are two separate sort of um, references in some way to Lord of the Rings. Mm. One was something about the throne of lies. So I think that had to do with the Oh, really? The guy that was sitting on oh. the um the guy who's possessed. Yes, yes correct. Yeah. And then the, the other king. is that the Central Park Rangers Dating. were modeled after the ring wraiths in Lord of the Rings, which you look at that now and you're like, oh my God, that's totally what they are. I yeah. I read something different. 
Oh, did you? That they are, maybe visually they are, but yeah. they're supposed to sort of represent the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, I yeah. read both of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which are, both of them are equally yeah. valid. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, the Christmas tree being too big for the living room is a nod to National Lampoon's of course. Christmas vacation. Of course. Yeah. I do like the scraping on the ceiling part. <laughs> yeah. It's so oh my crazy. god, that thing being forced in there. Oh. <laughs> Cuz that's exactly how two kids would do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and then buddy running and jumping into it is, Yes. It's yeah. the it's Perfect. it's yeah. such a good element with the kid in the foreground oh, yeah. like Will Ferrell walking out of frame and the yeah. stuntman running yep. into frame. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's so good. What do they call that? There's like a specific the Texas name. switch? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when Buddy is walking and talking with Leon, the uh, uh, snowman, right? Buddy leaves no footprints in the snow while the path is made by Leon scooting across the snow. So. Huh. Like uh, the elf in uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, he doesn't yeah. leave any... Uh, <laughs> a Lego last reference. Legolas. Oh my god, that better be a no, that better be a third. A, no. That better be a third. I no. love it. No, uh, I've, this is not really a trivia thing, but I, I found it weird that I'm like, oh, that that's you don't see this very much. The real gimbals went out of business in 1996, but this they hold this thing at, at gimbals in 2003. Yeah, that was weird. Like, why not just use a He's ma- he's Macy's. Anybody want to go to Gimbal's? Yeah. yeah. That was weird. Um, it, I wonder if it had to do with not having to pay for the rights to use the name. Yeah, but... Yes, probably, but you think there's, like, a, a sponsorship possibility or, like, you know, Who product knows? placement or well, name. Well, maybe they didn't want it yeah. to be connected to yeah, anything. There's some sort yeah. of corporate stuff behind or it. Or even sure. just, like, the... Nostalgia of having the old yeah yeah well yeah call back to those era of those you know right. like Miracle true. on Thirty Fourth Street yeah and, that's good that's true that's a good one uh, anything else otherwise I've got a couple of casting things I didn't have any other trivia that necessarily stood out I mean there was actually a lot of behind the scenes and. Yeah. Different things, but I didn't kind of read through all of it. Well, even looking up the trivia that's published out there, like, it's not a lot of super interesting stuff. It's yeah. a lot of, like, boring things. Yeah, all the stuff I, I read, like, ten different things about using force perspective right. like they right. did in Lord of the Rings. Or <laughs> right. It was right. just the same thing over and over again. Right. right. Yeah. Like, we got it. They, yeah. They did stuff in camera. And congrats. <laughs> um, wow. They were proud of it. Uh, it worked. Great. Uh, so casting issues. Like who is almost cast, etc. cetera. So I Wanda really Sykes. only have a couple that I think are for real. Okay. The other ones are very loosely. I don't put a lot of stock in these. Okay. Wanda Sykes is the Gimbal's manager. I think that's legit. Okay. Um, Buddy the Elf. The script was written in 1993. Really? So, hmm. originally the script, Ten years. The, the two names I saw connected with it when it was written was either Jim Carrey or Chris Farley as Whoa. Buddy the Elf. 
I, I mean, Chris Farley would be pretty funny. He would be. It would have been a very different movie, very but different. it would have been funny. Yeah. yeah. And Jim Jim Carrey would have been great. Yeah, Jim Carrey in '93, or mm-hmm. that was right before Ace Ventura. So if it was a Ooh, was it yeah, a couple years before, a couple years later. It was like ninety six, ninety seven. They were trying to cast. So the this top. is the first script. It went through other iterations. Who knows what was in yeah. it? But yeah, so those are the two names I saw. Um, I mean, there would have been a lot more of the physical comedy with Chris Farley. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Be, I don't know about Jim Carrey. I mean, I like him in certain things. You can I imagine half the be... movie is Farley being too big for stuff right. in the North Pole. Of course, Pole. of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> Um, so then here's the, all the other ones that I saw that are spurious at best. Jovi, uh, the only name I saw was Katie Holmes as a possibility. Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. What was her name in, uh, Dawson's Creek? I've never watched any of Dawson's oh, Creek. I have no idea. Really? Wow. I know she's Joey. in Batman. Joey. All right. Yeah, 2003, that would have been, would that, was that at the peak of Dawson's Creek? Would that have been? It's got to be around there. Uh, might have been towards the end of the series. It feels that, I think that was a 90s show. <coughs> uh, Walter, the only name I saw was Gary Shandling. Oh. <laughs> I kind of want to see that movie. That'd have been that would have been pretty good. That would have been fun. That would have been pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. Gary Shandling as uh, Buddy's dad. Oh, my God. Uh, that's, that's it. I mean, there is a Favreau connection, right, with Iron Man. Yeah. There must, there must have been on. something yeah. there. Yeah. Later, yeah. Um, this one, I don't really get. It's fine, but uh, Miles Finch, Brendan Fraser. What? That's yeah. a different character. Right. Yeah. I mean... Huh. Fine. They would have had to manufacture some of the reason to. I wonder what that script is. Yeah. yeah, it could have been any actor and just throw in there. Huh. Right? I don't know. I mean, huh. Fine. Um, here's one. Maybe it's gonna would have been like the uh, Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa, kind <laughs> of. I hope not. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna. Well. perspective, Brendan Fraser as an elf. <laughs> that's that's quite a thing. It's a little person. Yeah. Uh, Santa has some interesting ones. Um, first one, Steve Buscemi. Mm. <laughs> I love that. One. I don't know how that works, I but I like, like it. I feel like that's a. He would be cast as Santa in an Adam Sandler movie. Or a Portlandia sketch. <laughs> sketch. Yeah. Um, John Reese Davies. Uh, Sala sure, from sure. Uh, oh yeah, interesting Indiana Jones or the uh, Lord of the Rings or the Rings again. <laughs> we come back to that. Um, Gary Marshall, which is interesting. I don't know as how he Santa? did it. As Santa, huh? A Jewish Santa. Huh. Well, I mean, uh, Khan and uh, um, who else was Jewish in this movie? Um, uh, Papa Elf. Oh. No, uh, Ed, Ed Asner. Ed Asner's Jewish? I think, I think Ed Asner is. Mm. One, one of the two Jewish? old guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Ed Asner or it's a, um, Pop Elf. Uh, Bob Newhart? Bob Newhart. Maybe it's Bob Newhart and, and Con. Jack, either and way. 
I think James Conn was, yeah. Two of of our crew was already Jewish, so make Santa mm-hmm. Jewish. What the hell? Uh, and then the last one I saw was James Garner from hmm. Santa. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Okay. I do like the John Reese Davies. I like the idea that uh, Elf is somehow in the Lord of the Rings universe. Like it lives. Yeah. Like a, an yeah, offshoot of absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We are already here. We are flying through this one. Let's do it. Uh, it's a recasting debate. It is time to recast your bait. Better close the door. It's time to recast your bait. I am... I am going to have a situation. Yeah. I got problems. So our main ones are Buddy, mm-hmm. Jovi. I guess we go Walter and Emily. I don't know how... It's really Buddy, Jovi, and Walter are the big three. Um, Papa I've, Elf. I've got a Santa and I've got a Papa Elf. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some, I've got a couple of extras. Yeah. I got some. <laughs> One of my extras I love. That's hmm. that's where I feel the strongest. I like my Papa Elf and pretty much nothing else. Ah! Mm. All right. Interesting. Uh, should we start with Buddy? Sure. This was my hardest one. I struggled here. I struggled here. Yeah. There's there's no real reason why Will Ferrell still could right. not just step into this role yeah. again. Yeah. And play it now. Yeah. yeah. That's why doing these recent movies is tricky, because recasting yeah. is almost impossible. Yeah. Um, I will do mine. I have... I have three, and then I have a fourth bullet. Um, I am playing fast and loose with all ages throughout this whole thing. See, I tried to. I tried. I'm, I'm kind of with it because you know I've been criticized for going outside it, so I really tried to stay, and that's why I struggled. Otherwise, if I could have maybe done a bit better. It's. I'm only playing with it with, with re, I think with regards to. Buddy's age versus his father, Walter. Okay. I'm doing a Harrison Ford, uh, Sean Connery, father-son okay. situation All where right. they're only okay. 11 years difference. Okay. In reality. I see. Gotcha. Um, I'll do my fourth, which is uh, not a real s- selection, but I like it anyway. Uh, Jack McBrayer. From 30 Rock. I totally <laughs> almost put him down, but I thought he would have been too old. He is definitely yeah, too old. That's funny. Yeah. He's, yeah. He should be in his 30s yeah. and he's 52 yeah. or something. Yeah. He, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so my real number three is Mikey Day. Yep. From SNL. Yep. He's online. My real number two, too old, is Andy Samberg. Yep. He I would like Andy Samberg like when he was on SNL. Yeah. Would be much correct. Better. And my number one. Again, better if he's on SNL, but would be Bill Hader. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about him, too. Yeah. I think he's, I mean, all the stuff Will Harrell, Will Ferrell does in this movie, I think Bill Harrell, Bill Hader wow. can nail. Okay. Uh, Allison, go ahead. Oh. All right. Um... I this this was the character I struggled with the most mm-hmm. because it's it's trying to find somebody that's going to come with the energy that really doesn't 
like can turn it up to 11, doesn't quite care about how people perceive them in some way. It's so, the wild... It's an attitude. The wide-eyed innocence So being funny. Yeah, right. That's hard. So I've got Charlie Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good one, actually. <laughs> yeah. I thought I considered him. I did consider yeah. him. Yeah. He was, he's a little old, yeah. but I, I kind of like that. All right. This would be a, a slightly more snarky, but also if you think about characters this person has played, it would be great. Is Bowen Yang from <laughs> SNL? Yeah, I thought about him. Uh-huh. I thought about him too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then I've got a gender swap. Is Sarah Sherman? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh. She's, she's she's so, so ins- different. I than know, this I know, but we're doing it today, and so you get kind of a quirky mm-hmm. twist to it. So mm-hmm. that's where I am. That's what I got. All right. What do you think, Eric? All right, I <clears throat> also this was the one I struggled with the uh, most because, like I said, Will Ferrell could still play this today, that's and the how do you? Thing. Yeah. Um. I did write down Andy Samberg. Yep. Um, yep. But the one that I ended, I think the one that I would go with, it's a little bit different, but getting into the, like the innocent sort of mannish boy, uh, <laughs> Michael Sarah. Oh, that's actually pretty that's good. That's a really good one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. He wouldn't be nearly as high energy. He could yeah. probably, he could maybe... Turn it up, but yeah, it'd be different. But it yeah. would be a different super bad Michael Sarah would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. yeah, or Lego Batman Robin. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just imagine twizzling on the ground like that. Um, yeah, and yeah. knowing that he had nothing to do with that animation, but yes, that yeah. energy of it. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> uh, Al, give us your Jovi. Uh, all right. Which I have problems with this character's first name, Jovi. Jovi. Jovial. It's super unmemorable or Jovial. non-memorable. Well, God, but no one ever says Jovial. Yeah, I know. So was that her elf name? I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, I only have two. I've got Chloe Feynman. I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm. then the other I have, and she is more by look than by, well, no, she, she'd probably, because um, uh, Zoe Deschanel is very, like, a straight character in this. I've got Julia Garner. Who's Julia Garner? Uh, Ozark, she has blonde hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We should just replace uh, Zoe Deschanel with uh, her sister, the other Deschanel. Emily? Emily, there you go. Um, Bones. That's right. (laughs) Eric, give us a Jovi. Okay. Um, I was thinking along the lines of still having the singing part of the character. Oh, yeah. I did, too, included. a little bit. Um, I have Anna Kendrick. 
Oh, that's actually good. I like that one. I like that a lot. That's a good one. And and then the other one that I thought of maybe um, Rachel Zeller, who's like from West Side Story and mm. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. new um, Hunger Games and yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, so my backup also takes into uh, account almost accidentally uh, the singing part. I, I'm gonna go with Haley Steinfeld. Oh, okay. And looking, That's good. looking her up, I just stumbled upon the fact that she's she's a singer as well. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> so I'm like, oh great, she can sing, even better. And then you the guys one both I went, went to Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The one I went with is more for type than anything else, uh-huh. uh, and I went with Saoirse Ronan. Oh. I did think about her too. Yeah. yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I think. I think I like Anna. Uh, Anna, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. The best. Yeah, yeah. Where has she been lately? I feel like uh, she's she, disappeared she, in the past. Well, she was out there six a lot, years, so mm-hmm. I think she was right to. Yeah, she she pulled it back. Yeah, pumped the brakes a little bit. Um. Okay, Eric, give us a Walter. <laughs> Actually, this one, this was one that I also, I think I did okay on. Yeah. I was able to come up with a few names yeah. that I like. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to match intensity with Jimmy <laughs> Kahn. Right. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Ah, uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, Fuck. Uh, Bill Burr. Mm. Oh. Someone who could get angry. Yeah. And and not and not want to deal with the interesting shenanigans of oh my yeah. buddy yeah um, that's a great point. another one just being who could just be kind of scary uh, Michael Fassbender oh <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <laughs> wow wow he yeah. dials up the intensity yeah. that's for sure yeah holy oh my shit God. that's good that's good all right um. <laughs> I like the Bill Burr one. <laughs> I've got three. Um, number three, we're going to dial into, uh, we're going to use um, John Favreau's Rolodex and go to Vince Vaughn. Oh, that's good. I'm going to yeah. do a older Vince Vaughn as uh, the cranky guy, which he can play mm-hmm. pretty easily. Um, I'm gonna, and he's going to be sarcastic yeah. on him, not yeah. angry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. He's he's doing a Vince Vaughn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to dial up. I'm going to replace um, Khan from The Godfather with Andy Garcia from The Godfather 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm doing that as my number two. My number one, um, he f- age-wise, he fits. He's almost too... He's, he feels too big for this role. I'm going Alec Baldwin. Damn it! That's who I had. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah, All right. So we're blowing out our budget for yeah. uh, Walter on this one. So, <laughs> um, getting at the exasperated mm. anger, but can also has like a good sense of humor. I've got J.K. Simmons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And 
Depending on the age of the buddy. Yeah. The exasperated Jason Bateman is who I want uh, as the dad. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a slightly younger buddy. That's but what I it's mean. Fine. Right, yeah. right. It's fine. But he's what, fifty three yeah. now? So you get a twenty two year old even twenty yeah. nine year old, it could be like that teenager. I mean situation. I got Alec Baldwin who's in his early to mid sixties and I've got my buddies are all like almost fifty. So Yeah. Whatever. I have a couple of others that I'm too embarrassed to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hold those for We'll save it. The bonus we'll round. We'll save it. We'll save it. Uh, okay, Al, why don't you kick it back off with your Emily, Walter's wife, if okay. you have any. Yeah. Um, so we're, we'd have to mix and match because I had Alec Baldwin. Um, so I've got Diane Lane, mm, mm-hmm. Ju- I... Julianne Moore. Yeah. And then I think the one that I like the most is Lisa Kudrow. Damn it. Oh, I... that's good. She was my last... The last one I wrote down, but I think was my favorite for yep. this one. Yep. All right. I'll go since I just gave that one up. Uh, Lisa Kudrow, I think, might have been my number one. Yeah. Um, these other two are a toss-up. Uh, Sandra Bullock as my Emily. Okay. Um, or Maris- Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a Favreau. Yeah, you can get kind of your. I got my Spider-Man yeah. Favreau. He's again diving yeah. into his yeah. uh, little black book there yeah. and calling whoever yeah. he knows. Yeah. Right. I also had Diane Lane, but then also um, Julia Roberts. Oh yeah. That's a good one too. Big budget. Yeah, we're 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 making this movie work, man. All yeah. right. I like it. We got to get butts and seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Nothing. I'm just, uh, there's, depending on which character you're picking next, it might be one that I feel stronger about. Santa. Yes. Okay. Eric, if you have a Santa, throw one out. Um, yeah, I got, I got one Santa that I'll say. Uh, That's all right. I've got Um, two. Jason Alexander. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I like when we bring up uh-huh. people we don't often bring up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go, because mm-hmm. you, you apparently have something cooking over there. Um, so, Santa, we're going to tap the director and do a John Favreau as our Santa. Oh. All right. He's making a cameo in his own movie. Interesting. But I think my number one is Jack Black. Oh. I thought about him for a split second. Yeah, I like a Jack Black Santa in this this one. So, there really, in my mind, is only one person that should be playing this Santa that has to have kind of a serious edge to him, but has like a has a kind underbelly to them, right? Nick Offerman. Oh, uh, yeah, that's real good. That's real that's good. a good Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and All he's right. got a beard, so like oh, yeah. he's already like well, that, the Jack Black thing. Right, I'm like, right. It's salt and pepper already. So, um, Papa Elf. Yeah. This is the one that's my th- of. This is my favorite pick that I came up with. I'm crossing out the uh-huh. third one. So okay. Doesn't matter. 
Um, we will hold Eric to last because he has his favorite. I'm really excited about it. Ooh. I have two. Uh-huh. The first one I thought of, of all these characters, the first one I thought of does not mean it's the best, but for some reason I wanted to get this guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. Papa Elf inexplicably is uh, Christopher Walken. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? I know. Wow. I don't know, but... I, I want like wow. a, a weird delivery. Well, you're gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He definitely checks that box. Ah. So he is my backup. Okay. My number one <laughs> that I think actually does it is Larry David. Oh. Papa Elf, Larry, da- <laughs> Larry David. <laughs> oh Him being sort of my gosh! A that little is frustrated hilarious. with yes. Buddy. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh! Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, Al. All right. So I'm not sure that I even like this actor, <laughs> but when I was thinking well, about, because there's, there's narration that happens, so I was thinking about the voice, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, then I like walking mm-hmm. even more. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've got Kelsey Grammer <laughs> mm-hmm. doing, like, thinking about the voiceover. Mm-hmm. But... The person I want in it, and knowing that elves are, they don't Jolly? age. Oh. No, their age is a little bit of a mystery. I don't know why, but I like Martin Freeman as the <laughs> Papa Elf. Okay. Bilbo Baggins? No. Yeah. 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 Wow. Lord of the Rings. We are coming or, back. Or Marvel was where I picked yeah. it up from. Yeah. The John Favreau connection. That's good. I like Martin Freeman. Yeah. Eric, do you have just one? or you I have... just have one. I, I came with this one and... That's it. I stopped. That's all you need. Um, yeah, the sort of... The uh, elder and very kind and soft-spoken... Uh, not not too unlike Bob Newhart in the same way, but maybe slightly different, but um, Henry Winkler. Oh! Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's, That's really, really good. good. <laughs> oh, he should be casting a lot of things. That's good. That's really good. You could have Bill Hader as Buddy, and then, right. I know. You know. I know. Yeah. That's good. All right, I'll throw out your insanity that you have okay. for whoever. All right, so I'm gonna go rapid fire. I have only one. Like I have four people. In small parts that I, that when I saw him, I'm like, this is who would play them. Mm-hmm. The store Santa, where um, you sit on a throne yeah. of flies. Artie Lang yeah. played it. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The receptionist that is currently um, Amy Sedaris is Kate McKinnon. I wanted, I almost put her at like young Kate McKinnon for Jovi. Oh, yeah. She's a little too yep. Uh, yep. edgy for Jovi. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the doctor, because I thought it was also funny, would be Neil Patrick Harris. But dealing with Buddy <laughs> and the, um, which yeah. was the John Favreau yeah. uh, cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the one that I love 
the store manager Uh-oh. is Leslie Jones. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was watching that scene today yeah. and that exchange, and I just put her in on that dialogue, and I was like, it's it's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. The backing away slowly while there's you're still giving the announcement, you're giving the death stare to Buddy, like it's perfect. I tried to do There were definitely people that I wrote their names down thinking they need to be in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And where would they go? Um Leslie Jones was one. But then I saw the part and I'm like, that's it. I was trying to get Bert Kreischer in this movie at some point. <laughs> Um, you could have been Santa. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know. You could have been the fake Santa. Yeah. Um, I thought about doing a cast swap with the cast of Atlanta and get, doing Donald Glover yeah. as Buddy, and I couldn't make it work. No. Yeah, no, it's not right. But there's parts of it that work. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. Memorable scenes and quotable lines. The entire movie, everything Buddy says is a quote. Right. Right? I mean, Pretty much, yeah. There are so many that we say throughout the year. Did you hear that? Of course. Did you hear that? Yep. Smiling's my favorite. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Yeah. Son of a nutcracker. Yeah. That's always a good one. Son of a nutcracker. Uh, then yes. I love that. <laughs> what What is that, the button on what quote? What's he saying? Um, the, uh, uh, is there sugar and syrup? Sugar yes, and syrup. is there sugar and yeah. syrup? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I like the throwaway very purpley. Yeah. Ooh, I like your outfit very purpley. I'm in a store and I'm singing. Yes. Very sucky. <laughs> oh, very sucky. Francisco. Well, as we... <laughs> Francisco is a good one. Francisco is great. I wrote that it's one a good one. The, we talked about it before, but the jumping into the tree yeah. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The timing of everything that happens in that sequence is good. I always get a kick um, out of the, uh, the fruit spray. He's like, ooh, fruit spray. Yeah. And his, <laughs> his reaction is... <laughs> Hundred percent, just a toddler freaking it's out. It's dead on. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. I like. Does somebody need a hu- like the hug with the raccoon? Yeah, yeah. Or or um, getting charged by Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Look at you. It's <laughs> my favorite. He's an angry elf. Oh my god, so good. Uh, thanks, Mr. Narwhal. Oh yes, the store manager. The <laughs> look. Is so good. That whole like the scene whole with scene yeah. with him is so anything with him in it mm-hmm. and ha- how he interacts with Buddy is fabulous. You did it! Congratulations, world's best cup of coffee. <laughs> Great job, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so. I like to great. smile. Smiling's my favorite. It's smiling's my favorite. Uh. You sit on the throne of lies. Yes. That was your, your one. Mm-hmm. And then we snuggle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Which I will invariably say, like, if there are, like, a list of things that need to be done, I'll say, like, the list of things to the boys, and then I'll say, and then we snuggle. (laughs) (laughs) We have to do this, we have to do the dishes, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, and then we snuggle. (laughs) Santa! Oh my god, Santa's coming! I know him! I know him! That is a good one. Yeah. I know him. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. <gasps> like, he's just so, like, <gasps> know him. Oh, my God. The whole movie is fantastic. Him going in that uh, revolving door yeah. and giving the instructions on how to do it is fantastic. Going up the escalator. Oh, going yeah. up the escalator. Yep. Yep. The splits. I know most of this, if not all of it, but most of this was written down. There was a script. I imagine a lot of this is Will Ferrell tweaking or on the day, uh, John Favreau tweaking and just letting him roll. And- I think I saw that they did one or two takes with the original script, and then they would do a bunch of kind of ad-libs. I know. I'd like to see, like, what was what. You yeah. Because so much of this feels like Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Um, what would you want to see in a sequel? If there were to be one. I don't want Or would want you one. want to see a sequel? I do not want to see a sequel. I don't either. I think it's wrapped up tightly in a nice little bow. Okay. Anything else is going to pale in comparison and will always be a do- disappointment. And I think we'll take away from the original. Will Ferrell turned down $29 million to be in a sequel in 2014. See? He knows. Yeah. He knows. I think he's asked about it like every couple of years. And he's like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Correct. I think that's correct. That's the right call. You can only fuck it up. Yeah. You. Yes. It will. Yes. It will go down. All right. See how much are they worth, game? All right. And now let's play the how much are they worth game. Oh boy. I have. We could swap out one of these people for somebody else if need be, but I have Ed Asner, James Kahn, Zoe Deschanel, Will Ferrell, and John Favreau. I would get rid of Ed Asner or James Kahn, who are both deceased. Oh. And you could put Mary Steenburgen. in. I thought about her. Ed Asner was a stretch. But because he was Santa, I put him in there. Um, and then John Favreau. So who are we getting rid of, Ed? Ed Asner, putting in Steenburgen. Mary. So. Let's start with Mary Steenburgen. Okay. Do I have my phone? This is going to be tricky. Academy Award winner Mary Steenburgen. I yeah. always, I always forget that. What did she get it for? Um, I know it's something I haven't seen, but how did you not bring your phone? Down I don't here? know. It's 
Probably up on the counter somewhere. 1981, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Melvin and Howard. Mm, I don't know that name, I mean, that movie at all. I've yeah, I have not seen it. Okay. Maybe. 117 acting credits. Five producer credits. Yeah, this is a... Uh, she's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. I wonder... This is one of those deals, like, when celebrities are married to each other, does their... Mm. How does that affect Who is she married to? Ted Danson. Are they... They are... Oh, are they Ted still Danson. married? I don't know. They are still married. Oh, yeah, I know. And she used to be married to Malcolm McDowell. Interesting. So I don't know how that all works together. Okay. And does she, have, does she get Ted Danson's Cheers money? Does he get her Back to the Future money? Did she get uh, Malcolm McDowell's uh, I've, I've Clockwork got. Orange money? <laughs> um... I don't know where she could be anywhere. Got to look at her deal here. Blah 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 blah. One hundred seventeen acting credits going back to. I don't know with her. Back how far? I wrote down a number. I have a number. Eric, give us yours. What do you think for Mary Lou? I'll say twenty million. Twenty. Al, what do you have? I had twenty-four. I had thirty. Mary Steenburgen. This site has gotten weird. Oh, <clears throat> Mary Steenburgen is an American actress who has a net worth of that. It even tells us how we got screwed. Wow. Uh, Mary Steenburgen has a net worth of eighty million. Whoa! Wow. It, that is a combined net worth with her husband of several decades, fellow actor Ted Danson. I guess Brendan gets it. Yeah, I get it yeah. by default. You. James, don't call me Jimmy Khan. Khan. He's been in a couple of things, right? Honeymoon in Vegas. Bottle Rocket. <gasps> Misery. Oh, yeah. Misery's awesome. Ooh, rollerball. Rollerball. Thief. Undercover Rock. Grandpa. Thief is a great movie. Rollerball. Wrigley. Godfather. He's been in a lot of crap. Yeah. 136 acting credits. Alien, the, Alien Nation. That's right. He played right. the jalapeno in The Annoying Orange. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff here that you've never seen or heard of. 
Mickey Blue Eyes. There's one. Uh, News Radio. He played James Caan. Bottle Rocket. Okay, this guy. This guy. Okay. You really got to go back to the 80s with this guy. 70s as well, of course, but fucking hell. I don't know. I want to... Um, I don't like this number. Uh, do you think you have one in your head, Eric? I have a number. Al, what's your number? 64 million. Fuck. Eric, what do you got? 50. Mm. I put 20. Ooh. Jimmy Khan and his shoulders. One of us hit it on the head. Whoa. James Khan was an American actor who had a net worth of $20 million. What? At the time of his death in 2000, July of 2022. Yeah. It feels like he would not have. He's divorced three times. Oh, Fudge! <laughs> Actually, I take that back four times. Dang it! That's my problem. I probably I didn't earned take that. sixty-four million. Yeah, I didn't take that <laughs> into account until after you said it. Divide it up. Yeah. Dang it! All right. Zooey. Three of them were Dude, after Chanel. the Godfather. Yeah. He, I wonder. If, I guess he got points with the Godfather. I'm assuming. He had enough of a name to do that. Zoe Deschanel. She's got that new girl money. Yeah. And that elf money, whatever comes out of that. Yeah. 500 mm. Days of Summer. Yes, man. Considering we all know who she is pretty well, she's got like a thin sort of a career here. Sixty-five acting credits. I mean, it's she's, she's working. Guide to the galaxy. <laughs> right. She's definitely a worker, but like, it's not a lot of stuff that I know about or even heard about. She was Jen in Frasier. She was Anita almost. Miller in Almost Famous. Yes, I was just, I was just supposed yeah. to say Almost Famous. Yeah. All right. Eric, do you have a number in your head? Mine's written down. I got mine written down. So. I got, yeah, okay. Uh, I've got 10 million. Ooh. Al? 16. Eric? 25. Ooh. All right. Zoe Deschanel. Zoe with two O's, which always throws me off. We have another winner. Oh. Winner, winner, double winner. Zoe Deschanel has a net worth of 
$25 million. Whoa! Eric gets it. 146 episodes of New Girl. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't have thought it would have done well at the beginning. They particularly call out her salary as 125000 per episode. Mm. But per episode of what? doesn't New Girl. say that. I know, but that show's been off the air for how long? Syndication. I know, I'm just saying. Syndication, that's where she'd really be making money. Assuming she got... It went off the air in 2018. Mm. But assuming she gets points on syndication, then yeah, she's still cleaning up. Man. But I think that stopped at some point. I gotta get on the board. Okay, Eric gets a double whammy. Mm. Three to two. All right. Willie William Farrell. Hmm. I I feel like he has a lot of stuff happening in the background with or used to with Adam McKay. Seventy nine producer credits. Yeah. Whoa. That's kind of what I was thinking. Thirty nine of them are upcoming though. Upcoming oh, projects. Jesus listed. Christ. And the vast and more than thirty of those are just ideas that are in development. Yeah. Did Un- you watch The Shrink Next Door? Not really. I did not. Mm-hmm. But it's stuff listed here is like untitled Ben Shorts, Seth Rogen, Adam McKay project, mm. or untitled Will Ferrell, Jason Momoa project. <laughs> He's got Quiz Lady coming up. Succession. He's a producer on Succession. He produced Hustlers. Huh. May, December, Theater Camp, Dead oh, to Me, Booksmart. Spirited. These are all recent. The Menu. He was a producer on Vice. The Shrink Next Door. He was a producer. Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Fuck. This guy. This guy. Mm. He's bound and down. <laughs> Producer. Did he... Were they getting money for Funny and Die? Funny for or Die? Funny or Die? Yeah, sure. sorry. I mean, I don't know. He's executive producer for Between Two Ferns. Yeah. I got a number. Uh, I don't to... Okay, uh, Eric, give me your number for Will Ferrell. Based on the number of these producer credits, I'm going to go with 125. 125. Al? I have 175. I have 101. Dude. Yeah, he's been a producer in everything he's done since Tell the Dig and Nights. Hmm. You know, I feel like... It could be insane or it could be, you know, low. So I split the difference. Mm-hmm. It's um, the Ass and Ball Show. <laughs> <laughs> Producer, 2008. Fucking quality right there. Will Farrell is an American comedian, actor, and writer who has a net worth of $160 million. Allison yes. gets it on the board. Finally. 
So it is three to two to one. Aww. John so. Favreau. So Eric needs to get it to tie or nail it to win. And Allison needs to nail it to tie. Okay. John Favreau? John Favreau. This one is the hardest one. I oh, think. he's got all of these. He's got the fucking Mandalorian. He's got crazy Disney money. Yeah. He's like... The, the remake of The Lion King, the remake of The Jungle Book. He's Mr. Disney. Yeah. Executive producer of The Adventures Endgame and Infinity War. He's got a lot of MCU producer credits. Yeah. He's like the Kevin Feige for Disney's, uh, Disney Plus, at least. I mean, he's got like producer credits for the event, all the Avengers movies. What if they change the name from Disney to Favreau? It's no longer Walt Disney's. For the hundredth anniversary, they're yeah. retiring the name. Yeah. John Favreau Land. No. Uh, this could be a. This could be a big number. on a number. Can't believe I wrote it down, but I wrote it. He was in six episodes of Friends? Yes. <laughs> he played... That's what you called out. I love it. Yeah. I just, I don't recall. I mean, I barely watched that he show. Play, he was like a, a young Bill Gates type that dated Monica. Oh, okay. And that he was like the richest man in the world and then decided he wanted to be a UFC fighter. Oh, and right. He was just getting his ass kicked. Oh, right, my right, God. Right. Brendan, our, one of our unpopular favorite movies, PCU, he plays Gutter. Yeah, he does. That's right. Did you write yours down, Al? I did. Eric, what is your John Favreau number for his net worth? I'm going to say $225 million. <sighs> I had 220. 220 for I now? Yeah. That kind of prices righted you there, I think. Mm-hmm. I had 279. Oof. Favreau. So. Oh. John Favreau is an American actor, director, screenwriter, voiceover artist, and producer who has a net worth of $200 million. Woo! So, I win three to two to two. Wow. That's got to be the closest. That's definitely yeah. the closest. I feel like usually somebody runs away with it, or so, and somebody's shut out. We, so we've had runoffs, but it's like the two people will be big, and one person gets a, yeah. a zero. Yeah. Man, I yeah. came in at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started wow. taking this game seriously. Got the last two. John Favreau. Good for him. I'm kind of surprised that's that low. The guy who played Gutter in PCU is worth $200 million. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. The dope who uh, 
couldn't leave that voicemail message alone. Oh my in, god! Uh, swingers. Watching <laughs> Liam watch that part of the movie, he's like, he was like cringing, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, just stop. It's so good. So, to wrap up, Elf. Mm-hmm. Great movie, Christmas classic. Uh, it's got to be watched every year, um, at least, at least in a couple part. times. Yep. Um, and it's available. You can't escape it if you even tried. It will be everywhere for the yeah. next I know. six weeks. Well, what's cool is that you can, like, almost any age watch it, too. Yeah. Which oh, definitely. you can't necessarily with all, like, yeah. some of the more, like, Christmas Vacation. Like, there's elements of that that, like, the language or whatever. Like, this mm-hmm. doesn't have any yeah. language issues or... No. It's good. It's great. Um, I'm glad we watched it now. So we, I don't have to sit down and watch it later when it's on a loop <laughs> for the next six It'll weeks. It'll just be on in the background. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It holds up. Uh, Will Ferrell's perfect casting. Yes. It was, it, it was created for him, for yeah. sure. Can't beat it. <laughs>